From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition Lady Show, episode 455, for the week of June 7, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello and welcome to the show. I am your host, Mary Jo Mulata Willie, along with my very good friends, Nancy Johnson and Carol Bowling. In this segment, the three of us will be talking about romance at the Disneyland Resort. Hey, ladies. Hey. Lady show. <laughs> so good to be talking to you again. I know. It's always it's fun always, when we do this. And it's always good to talk to both of you also. Yeah. It's, uh, I love how we all get um, along. We, we are real friends and, and it, it's we're not just saying it for the show. So <laughs> yeah. that makes it really nice. Um, so this time the, we're going to be talking about romance at the Disneyland Resort and there's people may not realize that there are so many spots um, over there that we can be romantic with our significant others. And so what I'd like to ask you ladies before we start is to name your most romantic counter, um, encounter where you were and then why was it so romantic? And I'm going to start with Carol. <gasps> oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> now, is this legal or illegal? <laughs> well, this is a family show. <laughs> you know, I have to say it's funny when you say that because mine is not going to be all hot and bothered. I'm sorry to tell you. I think one of the most romantic times I ever had in Disneyland was on a very cold winter night right before the fireworks and Michael went and got us both hot chocolates and we were sitting kind of in the hub area where I had been sitting for quite a while waiting for that perfect spot for the fireworks and he showed up with two very warm hot chocolates and we sat and watched fireworks hand in hand and it was just kind of one of those spontaneous perfect moments so I think that was really my most romantic moment that I can remember. I think that's so sweet. It's it's nice when something like that, everything is just right at that moment. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, Michael does a lot of really wonderful romantic type things. And I mean, I've gotten flowers and, and I've a, a lot of the, you know, kind of specific things that you would expect. But when you say the most romantic, I think it's really kind of some of those small things that just happen just unexpectedly. And it, mm-hmm. it just happens to be the, the perfect, just the perfect thing at the perfect moment. That's awesome. Nancy, what about you? Oh, gosh. You know, we could always go back to that tried and true story. My most romantic was the time <laughs> I got married at the Grand Californian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, and I can I can see that that must have been a, just a fantastic day for you. It was it was a, an amazing amazing day. But there, I mean, we had our first date at Disneyland. So I hope it wasn't the same day you got married. No, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> Ian's a quick worker. Not to offend any any not to offend any potential mail order brides out there, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
it wasn't that way. <laughs> yeah. So your, I where, mean, it's your first date. It's a wonderful place for a first date. Yeah, it's a wonderful place for a first date. So, you know, anybody who says Disneyland is for for kids and families only, I, I challenge you on that because it's also a very safe place for a first date. I mean, how can you go wrong when there's so much fun out there? I mean, you know, it's it's a good, non-threatening environment. You're not necessarily stuck at a table in some dank restaurant staring at the other person that you don't know very well. So what a, you know, what a great place to do because you can act like kids and you can start off as friends and just spend your time, your entire day talking and laughing together. Well, and I agree with you. I agree too. And I think very honestly, it's a very safe, I mean, there's a lot of security in Disneyland. Exactly. And and if you're having a, I mean, I, I'm thinking kind of like a lot of people who meet like online or, or, you know, through a blind date or whatever. And it really would be a very good place to say, you know, come meet me at the bench at whatever, you know, in front of the castle. And yeah. And if you see some, you know, kind of crazy person, then you move on. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just think I think you're right that or, it is a good you know, place. You drive separate. You know, you can drive separate and meet there. And right. You know, it's dating strategies at, at Disneyland are, for our local crowd are certainly, you know, certainly great potential opportunities. Well, I think I mean, too, you can date and go swing dancing. Yeah, I mean, for our young, yeah, you know, like for the dance. young, our younger group, you know, in their twenties and that don't want to just meet at a bar, which certainly there are plenty of bars also, you know, to meet in downtown Disney. But um, it really is a a great environment for where you could meet people and feel very safe. Yes, I would. Also, I think it's also a really good venue to find out just what kind of person you're getting involved with. Yes, because how they treat the cast members, other guests, and you. How they respond to the crowds. You know, are they an angry crowd dealer? (laughs) Right. Or if they're rude because they're impatient or they feel people are below. Or you can see if somebody's really kind. You know, they they let the mother with the stroller go ahead of them instead of cutting in front of them, etc. There's so many opportunities to, to really excel at that place and have fun and not not really be put on the spot like you would be if you were just at dinner and then a movie's just so impersonal anyway. It, it really is a good spot. I agree. So my most romantic encounter yes. was um, with somebody I used to be, I used to go country western dancing almost every night. And there was a guy that I met while doing that and we started dating and he took me to Disneyland way back before the, um, I think we we had the day pass, but the there were no annual passes back in those days this is in the early early 80s and um for us for me it was when we were on tom sawyer's island and back in those days remember they had the fort there and Mm -hmm. we went walking around the we were walking on the fort up on the second story and there was nobody around and yeah that was very romantic very romantic the whole that whole day with him was just so much fun but it was just we had some real nice alone time. It was it was on the good side. It was safe, um, but I just remember there was just so we were. It was just we were by ourselves and then just feeling good, you know. Yeah, and and, and in love, how young people feel in love and stuff. So it was it was a lot of fun. Very nice. But anyway, that was mine. Yeah, um, I wish that for everybody who's dating that could go to Disneyland. It was really <laughs> nice. And speaking of Disneyland. 
let's start there at the park. Um, that's so dear to all of us. And let's, um, name some of what we think the most romantic areas are at the park, attractions and restaurants. And, um, any, anybody can go. Let's, let's talk about, you know, about one of the ones that got taken. Go ahead, Nancy. Oh, sorry. Um, one of the ones that got taken away was actually, you know, you know, I used to always, most people feel like the Matterhorn when you used to sit one in front of the other, um, <laughs> with, it, it, you know, that that was mostly so you could just secure your child really tightly. Well, you know what? That was always great snuggle time too. Because a couple could into the car and, you know, you're, you're all like cuddled up as you zip down, you know, past the scary, abominable snowman and oh yeah what better ride for the girl to squeal and the guy to take care of her and be all protective right yeah right (laughs) well i guess you sort of have that same type of experience on a couple of the other rides but but i agree it's not like the matterhorn was you know yeah because everything else has the little seat backs in between now well you have to be you know correctly osha safe we don't want anything happening to you Oh my gosh. Darn that OSHA. They just take the romance out of some of this stuff. <laughs> okay, so what can you snuggle on? You can still steal a kiss on the Haunted Mansion. Yes. I think that there's a lot that goes on in those little yeah. uh, little and, buggies. And there are websites dedicated to it, I'm sure. <laughs> and there's also websites dedicated to the fact that there are cameras throughout yes. all <laughs> of that ride. So don't think that your... Um, you know, Special moment. It, yes. Can't be seen by somebody who's checking out the security cameras. I think that's true right. of all the dark rides. It is. So. It is. I, I think so, too. I've, I've heard of cast members applauding the uh, couple as they've uh, exited the ride after such that's a pretty awesome. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I, again, I think I think that stealing a kiss uh, a, on Peter Pan Aww. is another wonderful, you know, ride to kind of snuggle up and get a little kiss on the cheek of course yeah i can see that as you fly mm-hmm. over london exactly right? yeah what an awesome place to get a smooch <laughs> if you're not too busy hunting for peter pan in the moon <laughs> i wonder if that'll still be there but, when but it's I, redone oh i'm sure it will but um but you know of course I, you know i really it's funny I, on a different kind of note i like the river boats you know to sit on the um, either the Columbia or the Mark Twain. And if you can be there at, um, sunset and sit right up on the, on the front, it's really beautiful. I mean, it's a very, um, peaceful moment and, um, very romantic. It really is, you know, lovely to, especially if there's music playing and it's kind of wafting across the water. It can be I agree beautiful. With you. Yes. Especially because there's, there's not a lot of action happen action happening around you, and it's really nice quiet time as you watch watch the um, the scenery go past as the boats go. That's a really good one, Carol. I like that one. I apologize now yeah. for the panting noises that came through my microphone. <laughs> that was not me, oh, okay. you know, feeling <laughs> romantically inclined towards Carol's suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so give me another another attraction where you gals think that the Disneyland Resort would be. I like the train yes. ride also because you get a lot of time on the train. Yeah. You sit on the back benches and going through. Well, you know. You know, the Grand Canyon gets nice and. Oh, that's true. Those terrifying dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm sure that in I'm sure that when that was introduced to the park in in what was it 19 was it 1969? Whenever it was introduced into the park, I I'm sure that that there were several young teenage couples that found great solace in the the train, you know, in the coziness of the train and amongst the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. the very realistic dinosaurs. So and to- okay. and talking about transportation, of course, always if you get the opportunity to ride in the back of the um, ep- oh no, the uh, oh gosh, monorail. Yep. That's oh yeah, that's a cozy little spot. That's a lot of fun. So that can be a very romantic uh, moment. Or the lily bell, if you're if you're able to yep. be in the lily bell, just to be in that environment. Actually, together. even um, sitting in the hot seat. In the jump seat behind the uh, engine, if you board at Main Street, that's a very and great spot for cu- that's a great spot for couples that want something very special. Um, you need to ask the conductors in, at Main Street if the uh, tender is on the train that's coming, and if anyone is asked to reserve the tender seat, or they used to call it the hot seat. And you're sitting literally right behind the engineers, and yes, you have the engineers right there with you, but you can talk as much, you know. They will talk to you as much or as little as you want them to talk to you. Um, if you're a train fan, it's fabulous. Or if your sweetie is a train fan or a How Things Go fan, that's a, a nice thing because there's only room for two. There's I think that's I think two. that's so true. And, you know, uh, so outside of just the rides that we've been talking about, the train brings up a, a, a really romantic spot that I remember is up um, on the Main Street platform right below that they have the area where there's some benches there that you can look down main street Mm -hmm. that area is really a lovely place to sit and just you know again hold hands look down main street it's it's a really good place to see the fireworks also um Mm -hmm. so if you get a chance that that's a you know there's always these little out of the way places and that's one that i can think of and of course one of my very favorite is the wishing well you know, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. That's such a lovely spot. It really is. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. is. And it just has that romantic. It does have that romanticism because of the castle being there and the water. It's just a lovely place. Well, and then you get so serenaded really by, by Snow White's classic song. I'm wishing, I'm wishing yeah. for the one I love. So. Uh-huh. Spoken, not sung, so we don't have to pay royalties. Um, <laughs> okay, and and you can so, and you can take your sweetie and you know throw a couple mm-hmm. pennies or quarters or whatever you want into the into the wishing well and make a wish together. So that would be lovely, also. I think that's a wonderful Another idea. Another out of the way place is up in Tarzan's treehouse. If it's not oh, a crowded oh. day. There are plenty of little spots where you can kind of step out of the way of people who are walking past you. And especially in the evening, a lot of people don't like to walk up in Tarzan's treehouse, you know, due to all those steps at night. And it's a great place. You get, you know, beautiful view of the riverboats and stuff like that. Um, it's just, it's just pretty. Okay, so I have to, I have to tell you a funny story about the okay. treehouse because we went, to, we had our honeymoon in Disney World. And the very first thing that we went on was the treehouse in Disney World. It's a long story, but it was, we were there at 4th of July and it was the only thing that we could actually walk up to and try to get onto. 
And so Ooh. the treehouse, I guess this is one of those things that is a romantic moment because any, t- whatever that, that, that always brings back amazing memories to me mm-hmm. and romance to me a lot of times is that nostalgia that comes from, oh. you know, whether the, your very first ride was on It's a Small World or it was the train or whatever it's going to be, whatever that is. And then you relive that later on, there's a whole sense of romance around that. So the treehouse, even though now these days I don't walk anywhere up that treehouse, but whenever <laughs> we pass it, I always have a giggle and Michael has a giggle. Just remembering back to that very crazy, super hot day very crowded in Disney World when we had started our honeymoon. So uh, that I think everyone has those little special and they're very unique to whatever that, per, you know, whoever those person persons are, you have that, um, that, that nostalgia that kind of lives on in, um, in your own relationship. Yeah. That's one of the fun things about going back with somebody. Yeah trying to think of the other attractions would you girls say that it's a small world is romantic yes or no it depends who you're with well hopefully you're well no i mean it depends on it depends on if the person you are with is sappy and corny like you are if he i also think it depends on how crowded it is in the park and how many boats they're putting through well yeah if you're true, bumping too. at the end, that just sucks. But, <laughs> but, um, anyway, no, like, if it's somebody who's willing to sing along, you know, put their arm around you and sing along and, you know, all that, it's, it's just a different feel than with somebody who goes, yeah, this is swell. So not so much romantic, just, but just a nice time. What about Pirates of the Caribbean, the Blue Bayou scene? That's, I mean, that's nice. And that brings up another place it, when we get to food and restaurants and things like that. You know, that's always everyone's favorite. Um, that's everyone's favorite, you know, go to for, you know, oh, the waterside table. Oh, the lighting. Oh, it's so romantic. Um, and it's true. It is, you know, they're, you know, putting the questionable food quality aside, if you're not as picky, you know, if you like a decent meal and you're, you know, you're into each other, I think you don't notice if the service isn't perfect or, you know, if... I was, Yeah, I mean, it's always... Uh, it, those dinners can always be really good depending on how in love you are at that moment. True. And, and provided you have the a good um, chef that day. Right. So, so would the two of you say that the Blue Bayou restaurant is the most uh, romantic restaurant at the Disneyland Park? If you're looking for dark and dark and fireflies and cozy, it and it depends on sounds romantic. It depends to me. on where you're sitting too. If you're back near the door, okay, well, not so much. We're picking I know. romantic. So, how about? By the sea, by the water, we've got the waterside if you've table, got the, and we're sitting across. I would from say each that other. you know if that's your if that's your feel for romantic, yes, definitely. Uh, there's something to be said for Carnation Cafe as far as romance too. You know the nostalgia, okay, nostalgic so, when you know, you talk about ro- nostalgic romance, but it's more crowded, so and more open. If you had your pick, you would pick the Carnation Cafe, Nancy. 
The girl I am now. That made you think. The girl I am now, <laughs> yes. Okay. How about you, Carol? What, what restaurant would you pick? In Disney Romantic. Yeah, the Disneyland Park. That's what we're talking. Right. So that's the whole key to this is that if I had to pick a romantic place in Disneyland Park, I would most likely pick the Blue Bayou. I, I guess I would. Yeah. Because if I wanted just to stare deep into Michael's eyes and have the little flicker of the fake candle and have and <laughs> the flicker of the fake candle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works very well for me since I'm on oxygen. Um, oh, I guess that's true. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I, you know, I, it, again, it, ha- it all has to do with, I think you could be anywhere. I think you could be at the pizza port if, if you're just in the right mood and you're, it's mm-hmm. the right moment. But, but it is, but in the traditional sense of romance, Blue Bayou is definitely very romantic. Um, overall, I'm glad there are other choices that I can make now for my perfect romantic evening. So that's true. Well, and I like the Blue Bayou, but I also like Hungry Bear because you get to sit in the back where by the river. Right. And it, it, yes, it is counter service, but a lot of times, you know, there's some young people who want to go there and have a romantic meal and the Blue Bayou is just too expensive. And right. some of the other restaurants, if they go to the Hungry Bear Cafe and sit in the back and, you know, share a cupcake or maybe they each want their own. But um, I think that's a really nice place because it's out of the way and you get the park sounds around you still. Um, but you're kind of isolated, whether and you're a, on the first floor or the second floor. Right. I think also sharing, you know, beignets at Cafe Orleans is pretty darn romantic. That's true. Yeah. Or listening to the, so. sitting outside, listening to the jazz band, you know, listening to the Royal Street Bachelors, you know, it, especially on one of their later afternoon sets. And, it, you know, say when it's in the winter, later afternoon set, you know, it's starting to get dark in the park. That's kind of nice, too. I think that's really nice, too. So then that kind of gets us to the different areas at Disneyland. We already mentioned um, the Wishing Well area. And what what are some other areas that you think are romantic? You know, how about down on the old boat dock? The old phantom boat dock. You know, sitting down there at a little table. Oh, the Fantasia Gardens. Yeah, the Fantasia Gardens. Gardens. Tell me where this I, is. I'm not. I'm okay. confused. Okay, over by the Matterhorn. Oh, yes. Over by the Matterhorn, they have um, this area. It's a seating area that used to be the motorboat dock that Nancy's for the talking phantom about. Boats. It's kind of by the, right, for the phantom boats. Right. And it used to have um, the Edelweiss uh, little eateries over there, too, and they've got tables and chairs. Well, if you go towards the back, it's so pretty over there because you're surrounded by flowers. You see it's a small world in and the background. You can and- hear the people in the in the Matterhorn and the monorail goes over your head every now and then, but you're surrounded by water and it's just a beautiful little venue. Did they move the smoking area away from that area? Because that was one of the, th- the reasons I never went in that area at all. They used, I believe so. Yeah, okay. When they made it, yeah, the, the smoking area is over by area. When they made it a place to eat snacks, they moved the smoking and that's okay. underneath the monorail pylons for a little bit farther down the pathway. Okay. Yeah, the smoking area is over by the submarines in the monorail pylons, like Nancy's. Okay. Side, so. Okay, great. Yeah, I forgot about that area. Mm-hmm. Well, another area that's kind of similar in in that area is when you're there's that side walking 
like it's not a trail. It's just a sidewalking walkway between uh, Small World and uh, Fantasyland. And if you go to that at night, it's got all the little twinkle lights going. That's so pretty. Yeah, and that's a really yeah. romantic walk because there's not a lot of most people are walking on the main pathway. But if mm-hmm. it, if you kind of it's on if you're facing uh, away from Small World, so you're facing towards Fantasyland, it's over on the right side. There's just a very it's kind of enclosed with some of the hedging, and um, that's a really nice little walkway. That is, I think that's called the Small World Mall, where where you're talking to. Oh, you're talking about that little pathway yeah, the cut that's through. separated yeah, by the, the hedge. Through. Yep. Yeah, that was a nice little walk. And they light the little, they light the bushes there with all the little twinkling mm-hmm. lights. So also on, but I know what you're talking about on the other side, where they have the Small World walkway or whatever that is, uh, mall. That's also very pretty to walk along. So. Mm-hmm. And also is, um, and this is. Really quick, uh, so is the Big Thunder Mountain Trail, because that gets really dark at nighttime. And to snuggle up as you walk along and just enjoy your time together, that's a nice one, too. Um, any last recommendations for the Disneyland Park ladies? Uh, no? I'll take that as a no. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Let's, I'm trying to think if there's go got ahead. to be someplace else. that we're. Jo- oh, you know what? Um there's that little, there's a little bench along the pathway from Frontierland to the castle. That little shortcut that takes you into the, into the fantasy fair. Oh, I love that walkway. And that's yeah. a really nice little place My, to once again sit along the water, look at the ducks. Mm-hmm. I, that was actually another really romantic area that um, Danny, my then boyfriend and I were at when we were at Disneyland. That was so pretty. That I agree with you, Nancy. That's just a beautiful spot. But let's on, hop over to California Adventure and let's name one attraction that we think would be romantic attraction at California Adventure. And I'll start with Nancy this time. Oh, jeez. You would. Um, I would. I'm, I'm like that. Going through my head. Da, 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 da. And you can't say California Screaming. <laughs> The non-swinging cars. Well, I've got two. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay, I'll let you have that one. Uh, you know what? How about an old-fashioned ride on King Triton's carousel? That was my other one. That's oh! so funny. <laughs> okay, we well, then so both similar. of those must be really good attractions. So we're talking about Mickey's Fun Wheel. Nancy says the non-swinging gondolas on the, and Carol agrees. And both of you say the merry-go-round. I would say um, the swinging, swinging gondolas on the Mickey's Fun Wheel, because then you pretty much got to hold on to each other. And I also think the Little Mermaid's a nice one to snuggle and, and enjoy, especially in the Kiss the Girl scene. Come on, guys! But um, <laughs> I think those are really nice attractions. They have they have some more over there at California Adventure. I think that people can can enjoy. Well, I think Ta- Tower of Terror has a lot of people. You know, holding on to each other, you know, side by side, trying to, you know, make it through that ride. So that has mm-hmm. to have some element of romance to it, I suppose. Not for me, but for other people. <laughs> and let's talk about areas at California Adventure. Where do you guys think would be romantic? Paradise Park. 
Yeah, you go down to Paradise Park and you lean against the rail and you watch the Ferris wheel and all that. <gasps> My number one. I have, I have a new number one. <laughs> go ahead, Carol. Go I, ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Carol. Well, my number one place for romance in in California Adventure is in the animation building, and with this, with next taking a picture next to the sign that says "And they lived happily ever after." Oh, and that means an amazing. My, you know, certainly since I've become you know sick somewhat, um, that has taken on a whole new meaning for me. And we like to take our picture over there. But I love the animation building anyway, just watching. They always have some fun movies and everything else going on in there. So standing See, that by that well, and just seeing that beautiful mural. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's it's a lovely, lovely place. Nancy, what were you doing? I was going to say that one, that that's the most special to me as a parent. You know, having had both of my baby girls, you know, watching them grow up in the parks and stuff. Because that... That's where I'm most romantically, emotionally fond of my children, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, mm. snuggling with them while watching the movies and everything. You know, just, it, it just. Okay, we're focusing right. on Ian. No, and I understand <laughs> that. So that's, that's one. Actually. I would say if you're in the mood for fun romance, one of the most romantic things could be reenacting the promenade, the neon promenade at, uh, at Cars Land at dusk. Oh, Cars Land. You know, that's pretty cool. Shaboom, shaboom. You know, I've seen a lot of couples holding hands and strolling to that song in Cars Land. And I, I think that that's a really good idea because it's, as the lights come on and the neon, as, as it dusk comes and the lights start to come on, it's really, really a neat, neat time. I agree with you. Another one and that I, think, I was thinking And there's was, many places in Disneyland in different areas where the... Go on, Carol. I was just going to say, a lot of places in Disneyland have that change of light that happens mm -hmm. as, you know, as we go into sunset. And that really, no matter where you are, those changes of light, really do set the mood for a little bit of romance. I think so. It's, it's, it's just so special. I like the um, river, the challenge trail, the Grizzly River challenge trail. There's so many oh, areas yeah. that you can walk just hand in hand and, and you don't have to be a child to enjoy that area. It's just, there's a lot of little alcoves in there that you could sneak a little kiss and, and walk so I like that area. I would agree with you on that too also. because there's that little um mm -hmm. overlook where you can walk in, you know, right where all the rafts come down. And then there's the walk along the yes. back which if you if you approach it from by the fast if you take that path um at the fast pass machines, you don't have to go into the smoking area. You can stop at the um where the the you can stop underneath the uh the raft lift. You know, the lift hill. So you don't have to go into the smoking area. It doesn't drift too much, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, and plus the area... Yeah, is is the area behind Grizzly River... Is that where you're talking yeah, about, Nancy? That looks like you're walking on a road? That's such a nice area if you're with a significant other to stroll along. It's a little, it's a little hilly, but it's just... 
to hear the rush, rushing water and to be surrounded by the pine mm-hmm. trees and everything. And you're sitting there thinking, I'm in a theme park. You know, it's, it's really nice. So that one's nice too. So any other areas that you gals can think of? Well, the, the world of color patio, or I guess that's what I would call it. Paradise just Park. Just sitting over there. Is that what yeah, that's, that's called? Paradise okay, Park. So Paradise Park. That's a, that's beautiful even during the day. So that's a nice place to just kind of take a few moments and yep. just enjoy each other's company. Daytime or early no, night, on nighttime, true. in the nighttime when they aren't running World of Color or after, or before, you know, early, early when it's twilight and they haven't shut off all the stuff for World of Color yet. They haven't shut the access to the park down. That's a great place to just go and watch the, the neon from the Ferris wheel and, and all the twinkling lights of Paradise Pier. Hmm. I love that idea. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's any other good ones. Oh, what? What? A stroll through Bugs Land at the at, after dark is nice because that area is all lit up by the fireflies, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I like the area of going from Cars Land to yes. Bugs Land. That walkway and then coming into Bugs Land, I think that one's really nice. Also, there's there's a lot more areas in California Adventure than I think people realize that are that can be really romantic. Sitting for that little moonlight walk, yep. <laughs> yes, for that little you know, especially at that time. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about the restaurants at California Adventure. My first comment, um, I was going to say, my first comment go ahead, before even talking about the restaurants is the wine terrace right next to the Trattoria. That little wine terrace right. is a great place to sit. The alfresco. the alfresco is a great place to sit and just grab a wine and a, a cheese appetizer and and sit and chat and get to know each other. I almost like that better than the lounge in Carthay Circle because or Carthay Restaurant um, because again you hear the park sounds but they're muted. They're far away. And to sit there with a glass of wine, a nice little snack to share. And like you said, Nancy, to sit there and mm-hmm. just talk to each other in that atmosphere with, and it's so pretty that you're looking at the Carthay Circle restaurant in the distance. So you get like that Spanish type of feeling and hear all the sounds. It's just so nice. And the, and the chairs do spin, which gives it a little bit extra. Oh, I was thinking the little outside, <laughs> t- the outside <laughs> terrace, not the alfresco upstairs. Oh, you're talking yeah, about downstairs, downstairs. the wine yeah, bar. The terrace is yeah. really nice. Okay. What about Cove and Bar? I like the Cove Bar. It's There's a bit casual. A people, but you know if you But if you sit there and you're over, and you're looking over the um the lagoon, that's another really nice place. Okay. And and you can have an adult beverage and just enjoy. The thing about the Cove Bar is that right now it's so um so popular that it gets kind of crowded. Yeah, we haven't been there, and we keep I talking about that. going there. I was just wondering if I should plan that as a little romantic place. You know what? I would say that's a great first date. You know, when we're talking yeah. about first dates oh, versus, yeah. you know, chronic romance. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not going there on a first romance, date but... anymore, so. <laughs> I think well, yeah, I know. Got, uh, so then we're talking about. Carol, for you and Tom. Go ahead, Nancy. No, no, go ahead. Say, um, if you get an appetizer where you and Michael are, can enjoy that in a drink, mm-hmm. that would be, that would be, especially if you go at sunset. Okay. That's a fantastic place to go. 
And so, and what were you? No, I was. I actually wasn't saying anything. <laughs> oh, okay. For once. <laughs> Okay, so other restaurants that we have that, you know, well, I mean, we're, we're bypassing Carthage. I know. I was going to say, we, we all ha- we have to talk about Carthage Circle because okay. that's, you know, that to me, that's the best restaurant over there. So It is. Right. The best, the best tip for romance that I've heard from the Carthage Circle, and keep in mind, I've had children the entire time we've talked about Carthage Circle, um, is book a table. See if you can ask, request a balcony, an outside balcony, around the time of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. I mean, of the Disneyland mm. fireworks. And you have a perfect view on that front balcony of Disneyland's fireworks in all of their glory. Because you're up at the level of the monorail tracks. Can you imagine how nice that would be to sit there with... You know, lingering over dessert, having a nice little port or, or whatever drink that you're drinking, holding hand, you, and they also serve cappuccino and, and those types of coffees, and watching the fireworks with your loved one. Oh my gosh, that would be really nice. So apparently, there was some thread once upon a time on the boards, um, and that's didsboards.com to remind those of you who d- listen to the show but don't visit the boards. Um, in the Disneyland board, uh, there was a, a segment, and somebody talked about that and about engagement. You know, like mentioned to them, especially that's a great place to propose or engage. You know, get engaged or celebrate your anniversary. If you mention it's a special occasion, um, when you call, they might work something out with you. You know, no guarantees. That's really nice. but- and then- and if you don't go during fireworks, they have these little rooms. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're like little alcoves. And you can actually sit at a table in one of these little rooms and have some privacy. And those are really nice at Carthay Circle. So that's something else to think about if you want some alone time, especially if you're, if it's a special occasion, you go there. Inquire about those. I don't know if those have the same... Um, have you ever sat in one of those, Mary Jo? No, I haven't sat. I've, I've only eaten there a couple of times, but I've seen them. You know, they have the one big I, room that, of course, is for large groups, but they have I, I, I actually ate also. in one of those on Tink. Yeah, I was over in one of those small alcoves in during Tinkerbell Marathon. And I think you have to have a group. We were a group of six, I think. So I don't think... I think they're looking for so, putting okay, so then small you- parties into those rooms. I'm glad you said that. So disregard everything I just said. Stick to the balcony. No, because I I think if you asked that they might work with you, depending on how crowded they are also. Yes. Well, uh, they're not going to um, sit you with somebody else. So I think that would... I think that would work. Well, I know, like at the um, Napa Rose, other- they have that. They have the private, the special private room that they can wall off that you can rent. Okay. So I didn't know if that might be a okay. rental situation. I-, I well, I know that they have the alcoves and I'm, and they fill them up. But anyway, it's worth asking yes, about. Yes, definitely. So that's back something to that you like, would like to eat? back to eating in in California Adventure. I think a really romantic dessert is to go down to this to get an ice cream sundae and get two spoons 
and share mm-hmm. a Sunday. At Ghirardelli's, right? They have it at Ghirardelli, but they also have, what's the one off of the, um, the Buena Vista Street? I'm trying to remember the one off the candy store. Yeah, to eat at a, eat, a, eat out of the kitchen, Mickey's, the kitchen sink, which basically looks like Mickey's pants. <laughs> right. And that's, um, oh gosh, Nancy, what's the name of that? That ice It's Clarabelle's. It's not Clarabelle's. Yes. It is Clarabelle's? Yeah, okay. Clarabelle's. So that's a lot of fun too. I mean, that's a, that's kind of again a nostalgic little, you know, soda fountain type thing. So I think that's and fun. And that little pet. That little patio is really nice too because you're at the end of Buena Vista Street. Mm-hmm. Right. And you get the, you hear the music going on in the background and you get some entertainment and it's a nice place to sit together because it's a, if I remember correctly, they have plant, like planters that kind of block that patio from people walking back and forth. So that's another area that's really nice. Yeah. And if you had like kids that were old enough to run around and do their own thing for a little bit, that might be a nice little break for, mom and dad to sit there and have an ice cream while the kids run off and do something. And then that's a real good meeting place. So I I think that's just a fun thing to do. I think so too. So let's hop over. We've, we've done to Disney. We've gone to Disneyland and California adventure. What about downtown Disney ladies? Let's say we're not going to go in the parks and we just want to go to downtown Disney and, and, and hang out. What restaurants do you think are the most romantic restaurants to go to? Would you Rain, Rainforest no. Cafe? <laughs> I'm kidding. Rainforest Cafe can be romantic. What are you talking about? Well, if you eat on the upstairs patio, I think, right? And you and you don't want to talk, you know, and you just want to look at each other. But they do have that outside patio upstairs. I didn't even know that. Okay. I've been there many times. I didn't know that an outside patio. I think they... If you have a megaphone, you might be able to talk to the person that you're with. <laughs> but yeah, Nancy, you're right. They've got the... What's nice about that patio, don't they have porches up there also? So that's, that is a really nice, but, but in, in all seriousness, what late, which restaurant do you like? Catal, balcony, hands down. Okay. Carol? I don't eat a lot. See, I think I, I don't eat a lot in downtown Disney. So this is interesting for me. One of the most romantic things that Michael ever did for me though was take me to the, gospel brunch at the um house of blues house of blues um i thought that was that was one of the best things i ever did i loved it now you have to like that kind of music but it was it was a that was a he got a lot of points for that <laughs> so i remember when the two of you went to that that's pretty darn cool yeah and i still remember that very fondly so uh i just that I would suggest to the people, if that's something that you're into at all, that was a great experience. And then speaking of music, there's also the piano bar at the Jazz Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the piano bar at the and the Jazz Kitchen, which is on the first floor. It's a little loud. To me, it's a little <laughs> bit loud. Yeah. It's a, it's a little loud. But if you like listening to that kind of music and you want to relax with somebody... Um, it could be very well, romantic. and you can also enjoy that out. Of, you can enjoy the music too. They have seating on the patio that's right outside of it, so, and the doors are always open, so yeah. you can always. Um, they have some very is, nice is rooms that upstairs you get, too. Is that where you can get the beignets? Also on the side window. Yes. yes. Okay, because that so I know we have, we've done yeah. that where we've just gotten you know we've come in late at night um, and we're not going into the park, so we run over there and we'll 
just maybe have a quick dessert and we've gotten beignets and sat out there. And if it's a, if it's a warm evening, that's just a really fun thing to do. It is. Uh, it's such a oh. pretty restaurant. I mean, they have a lot of really good restaurants. Like Nancy said, Catal is outstanding. Balcony seating at the Jazz, so kitchen. The jazz kitchen. They do have upstairs yes. balcony seating outside. Also, that room at the fireplace that we that we all had dinner in that one night is really nice too. Yes, that's really and they really actually nice. um, they actually on their website have um, you know. They have a, a wonderful catering manager that handles also all their special events, like the gingerbread house stuff and all that. And um, and they specially plan um, engagements, weddings. They'll do all that stuff right there at the Jazz Kitchen. They have special rooms upstairs. The same room, th- that same really light, airy room that they have the um, the gingerbread making and stuff in. They also use that for what mm-hmm. for um, wedding receptions or even weddings. So that's also really so. nice. So I, th- I think if, if we were to recommend the restaurants at Downtown Disney, I think pretty much those would be the ones that we would recommend uh, for romantic. Now, there's a lot of really good bars out there that I know more about. <laughs> <laughs> In Downtown Disney, yeah. would you consider the Uva Bar to be romantic? Uh, I, I do First if thing. you're... It, it, again, it depends. It depends how crowded yeah. it is. If it's not yeah. Friday night, if you're there for a couple nights... And you happen to be there on a weeknight. It's a lot less crowded. And for people who don't know, it really sits almost in the middle of the walkway. And so if you are there on a on a less busy night, if you will, it's always busy, but I think that's a little bit more romantic. And you kind of get lost in each other, you know, too, so. And and like Nancy said, for a first date, that's a great place to go. Yeah, it's a great place to even meet, you know, if you're meeting for well, a first date. In the evening, oh, go go over and build a bear, and then, and then have a drink at the bar. If he takes you to build a bear on the first date. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> I think. Well, I'm not even saying the first date, but I mean, wouldn't that be fun to do? Is I, oh, I, yeah. again, it depends how crazy and silly you are, and that it depends on what yeah. type of relationship you have. But build a bear can be a lot of fun for for well, a date. You know, you you've will. got your art gallery, your Build-A-Bear, you know, the art gallery being the Wonderland. You know, you can peruse <laughs> art, you can build a bear, you can dance, you know, farther down downtown Disney. Any of the, you know, even just to stroll through downtown Disney in the evening, no matter how crowded it is, it still can be romantic. I think so. Uh, I think so, it, too. It, it's it's really and like you said the outdoor entertainment there's it's it's outstanding, and you're not being haggled for money etc. You you can yep. just go and enjoy it, and they have some performers that play really beautiful music. Yes, but sometimes they only play about four songs, so very well. But so keep strolling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Nice, nice to know. It's nice to know. So let's stroll on over to the hotels. So which hotel? Do you think is the most most romantic hotel? And I'll start with you, Carol. Okay, so I would, I, I would have to pick. I'm so torn. I would pick Disneyland Hotel because Michael loves it. Does that make sense? And if Michael's happy, Carol's happy. Yeah, I I really love the Grand 
And Michael loves the Grand too. It's beautiful in there. But he, you know, Michael loves all the history and the love of mm. the nostalgia of the Disneyland Hotel. So I, that's why I'm so torn between the two. They're two good hotels to be torn about. Yeah, and they, they both offer outstanding exper- um, opportunities for experience. Right, and I guess it just depends what, you know, what kind of mood we're in. The, the Grand is cozy, even though it's big and grandiose and, um, you know, that if you will, the great room when you come in, it's at the fireplace over there sitting in the rocking chairs is fun. And it's so beautiful. I love all the glass work. And um, from a design standpoint, I just think it's just lovely. The lighting in there, the, just across the board, the design I find just great. Uh, but then there's the Disneyland Hotel and it has... It just has all the history and you feel all that when it's encompassing you on the walls. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I have to say they're both, I guess they're both my favorites. Yeah. The, the Disneyland hotel has turned into Disney elegant or Disney chic, maybe. So you can really enjoy the beautiful um, elements of it. Nancy, which one do you well, think? I'm biased. But um, <laughs> everything Carol said about the Grand holds tremendously true. Um, if you are looking for, you know, I'm going to pull your own Blue Bayou theory on you. If you're looking for traditional elegance, if you're looking for traditional cozy, slightly darker, you know, rich woods, the the atmosphere envelops you at the Grand. I mean, you've got, you've got the Napa Rose, you've got the lounge at the Napa Rose, and its patio, its outdoor patio with its fire pit and the grapevines growing, and you get that view into um, gr- the Grizzly River area. Grizzly but you also have the Hearthstone Lounge. The Hearthstone Lounge too, but that's a little more. Right. That's a little more casual. If you want but something, but it's there. It still is that. It still has that warm, romantic feeling, though. It really yeah, does. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I, but I'm talking that blue bayou sense. You know, that little enclosed, enveloped. There's only two of us in this romantic world. You know, with the twinkly lights and the fireflies and the, yeah. You know, <laughs> if you're wanting that sort of that sort of a genuine romance and all the flowers they plant along the pool areas um, and mm-hmm. that fireplace snuggling in the ingle nook of that fireplace on the little benches to the side, it, it, you know, you get your drink from the hearthstone, you go over there and you sit and cuddle. And no matter how many people are there in that, fi- in that ingle nook with you, you know, they come and go. And if the, pi- and if the piano player's yes. there, I mean, it's, it's 100%. you can ask him to play, you can ask him to play whatever f- your favorite song is. You know, I left my heart in San Francisco or for us someday my prince will come, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, they'll, they, they're very good about playing the song that you want to hear. Yep. So, so when you consider, there's a lot of romance, it, you know, and then on top of it, you've got the spa and you can get a couple's massage. It's a very nice room. Um, you know, there's, there's so many wonderful things about 
the Grand. That's definitely my favorite pick. One of the things we forgot to mention about the Disneyland Hotel is the Rose Garden. And the, oh, like, yeah. the Rose Gazebo, you know, the couple gazebos that are on the property that can be used for weddings but are still wonderful little places to take a stroll. There's, you know, little lawn areas. That, that whole area, you have the you have the Rose Garden and also on the side of the Disneyland Hotel, the the Adventure Tower, you have all that lush mm-hmm. foliage over there that's just so pretty to walk around and walk through as well as the yep. different gardens are just yep. absolutely beautiful to walk through. I like the Grand California myself, on, not only, but I love the... the seating areas by the fireplaces whether it be inside or outside i just think that that's so romantic to go there with or without a drink sit next to your significant other listen to the piano player it's just such a beautiful um beautiful ambiance over there i just think it's outstanding i i really love that hotel and plus they have the balconies that if you're staying there you could sit Mm -hmm. in I like the oh. inner, the courtyard where you could listen to the crickets, you know, and watch mm. the monorail The Southwind Courtyard is an excellent little stroll all on its own because nobody ever walks back the length of that courtyard underneath the monorail beam. Yeah. I have a wonderful mm-hmm. picture of myself in my wedding dress. Ian's picked me up and, and kind of swirled me around. And, oh, you know, my nice. dress is all flowing out behind me and everything. Uh. You know, with echoing that same eerie feel as the West Wing Courtyard. I think I think that's really nice. But okay, but, but now I'm going to take you back to over to Disneyland Hotel, and you know you've got that tiki bars seating area down below with that with sexy the Hawaiian singer. And hey, well, and there's something about that that's very cool. We love and <laughs> you know, and I love that they have settees over there. You can sit, yeah, there and really co- sit down together and just have a beautiful time. Absolutely, um, listening, like Nancy said, to the musicians. Um, in the background, and you've got that atmosphere. You're here at the Disneyland Resort and in a beautiful setting. And I agree with you, Carol. That's just another wonderful place yep. to go to. And if you want to spend, if you want to spend a couple bucks, take it, get a cabana. And, you know, if you don't want to go into the park one day, get a cabana at the pool. That's very romantic. Oh, yeah, it is. It can be. Yes, it can be. We'll, we'll have to ask you about it later. <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, so there's there's the definitely pixie dust Here. over in the Disneyland okay, so Hotel. Okay, so I've got a question yeah, to throw out at you. So say say our listener um, who's planning the romantic vacation, they can't afford the Disneyland hotels. Which good neighbor hotel do you think is the most romantic? Hmm. Personally, I like the the old um, Anaheim Sheraton. They've just changed ownership and it has a different name now. It looks like a castle. The gardens, they have a gazebo in there. The gardens, the walkways, they have koi ponds. Beautiful outdoor area to w- stroll around in. I really like that hotel. If I'm not going to say that's that is a deluxe hotel. Personally, I like that one. Carol, you stayed in different ones. I have. I've stayed in quite a few off-property hotels. I'm trying to think of romantic, which is the most romantic. Uh, I would have to say, it's going to be kind of a strange choice, but I would say the Annabella, which seems a little oh. odd, but you it, it all depends on what room you get there. They have a lot of different choices of rooms. Uh, I think 
there's like seven or eight different types of rooms there, but they actually have a really great, a great bar there that you can go get appetizers. They have a wonderful happy hour. Um, and we've sat there on their outside patio and had some really nice talks. And so it seems like a strange choice for me. And in my own head, I'm thinking that's kind of an odd choice, but I'm, we've, most of the time when we're staying off property, I'm much more concerned about what the price is than for romance. So. Okay. Nancy, do you have a one that you'd recommend? Hmm. Now, the Hojo actually does have some nice grounds. The Howard Johnson's. They do. Um, has some very mm-hmm. nice grounds with some nice plantings. And it's certainly very pretty, especially in the area that's more tucked up towards the freeway. Not the area in the front, right, but and they not have that the front is- buildings down by the pool. But if you move backwards towards the other pool, there's mm-hmm. some nice areas. Right, the garden That's pool. That's really nice. And it kind yes. of feel, you kind of feel like you're tucked away from the traffic because the buildings back up to the freeway so you don't see the freeway. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, and, I like that protected area. And you know who else has really nice um, landscaping and lighting if you want a place to just sit up, sit up by the pool and talk is the Candy Cane. They have really nice nighttime lighting around that pool and all the plantings. Hmm. So that's another more affordable, um, more affordable Options, uh, yeah. choice. So that, I'm glad you brought those up. Um, the Sheraton Anaheim that I mentioned is now called the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel. Oh, okay. And Majestic Garden is good, pretty good description of that type of hotel. Um, let's go to the restaurants at the Disneyland Resort Hotels. Which one, which... Let's rate them. What would be your pick for the number one romantic restaurant? We'll start with Napa. you, Nancy. The Napa Rose. Napa. Carol? Um, I would say brunch at Steakhouse 55. Good choice. That was my second. Yeah, that is a good choice. I was trying to come up with something different. I thought of Napa Rose also. So <laughs> I, I, we, just on, we just had brunch there and I had a really lovely brunch. It's a, it's both of, you can't go wrong with either one of those. Hmm. I also like storytellers at dinner time. Yeah. If you sit by the, if you sit by the fireplace in there, it's just another beautiful And order off the menu. And a storyteller, of course, is at the Grand California. And order Say off the again, menu Nancy. so you feel, so you don't have to deal with, if, you know, if, if you want a prime thing, you know, most people think of storytellers as the buffet restaurant, but they have, much higher quality food in the evening if you order off the menu and you that way you and your and your special other person are together at the table you don't have to get up and hassle with the buffet and hassle with all the other crowds if you don't want the buffet let them you know maybe whisper that ahead of time um to whoever and maybe they'll seat you in a back corner because they do have some lovely booths in the back, in the back corners of the restaurant on the sides. And, you know, that way you're together in your own environment with the waitress bringing you food. Or the waiter bringing you food. And of course, okay, I have to throw one more out there. There's always okay. there's always room service at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, getting a dessert late at night, having them... Whatever they charge you, unbelievable for like Plus 18% a ice cream, <laughs> ice cream sundae or a brownie or whatever. But there's something about having room service. 
And that's it. There's something about having room service. If you want that special, I mean, you're, you're having a special romantic time, then go all out and, and treat yourselves because pampering yourselves is just makes it even more special. Right. You know, so and we've, breakfast we've in talked bed. about the they parks. They have good we've breakfast talk- in bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, and also, one. please let um, them know you're celebrating a special occasion if you're staying at one of the resort hotels. We stayed at um, the Disneyland Hotel for our anniversary, or not the Disneyland Hotel, the Grand Californian for our anniversary one year, and came back to our room with rose petal turned down. That's and beautiful. what was funny was I think they thought we were I think the the mousekeeping thought we were on our honeymoon and here we are with Zoe who's you know six months old (laughs) well some people might be on their honeymoon but it was so funny the look on her face was so cute and when I told her it was like our fifth anniversary or something and she there was of course the laughter and stuff but but it was beautiful they they you know, did turn down and did rose petals on the bed, and it was very sweet. Well, I, I think, and go ahead, I was going to say, if you want to talk about rose petals, you can. There are uh, packages you can purchase through the Disney Floral and Gifts, and you can uh, purchase a. It's called the From Mickey and Minnie with Love package, and Ooh. and they will do rose petals sprinkled on the bed. You get to you get two Disneyland Resort robes. And you can even have them personalized. You can, they have the H2O, H2O spa products that they put in a small, I think it's like a basket. They'll give you chocolate covered strawberries and they have the, the magically lit little candles. So those are the ones that don't burn. You just flicker, turn them on and flicker. And so they have these packages available. Now that package is like 200 and something dollars. So it's expensive, but again, you get two nice robes out of it. So. That's good. Just um, as a I public service announcement, I would like to remind people, please do not fall asleep in the waffle print robes that you get from the hotel. Um, <laughs> they leave all kinds of exciting waffle print marks on your skin. Don't ask me how I know this. <laughs> but it wasn't me. It was my husband. <laughs> you can get a dozen red roses sent to you to your loved one through the Disney floral. And the thing I thought about this was nice is they put a 13th one in there called the wishing rose, but they will, but they will actually deliver that not only to the Disneyland hotels, but they also will do it to some of the, to the good neighbor hotels, which was a surprise to me. I didn't realize that they would actually service those hotels. So I believe that I believe it's about a hundred dollars. I know I wrote it down, but I can't find my notes. So, but they do the dozen red roses. They will they will uh, provide that service out to the local hotels, um, and they have there are many many other options. Michael has sent me flowers from the Disney Floral before, um, and delivered them to the DVC room. And I have to say, they really do a good. They use a good quality florist for the flowers that they they provided to me, and they were really. I was very. Um, it was a, let's just say it was a very romantic moment. Aww. That's awesome. We'll, we'll be sure to put a link to that website in our show notes. So our listeners will know where to go to. So that if they want to do something special like that. And with that, I'm going to end our show. Uh, thank you ladies very much. Um, but one more, we'll do a last one. Any, any last tips that you ladies would like to give to our listeners on having a romantic time at the Disneyland resort? I'll go. My, my, 
Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Um, Don't force it and don't plan it. And you'll find that the moments come a lot easier and a lot more freely. Okay, and Carol? I would say that there's uh, always different areas that you can... There's different items that you could purchase and take home and they will continue that memory and, and so you can bring some of the romance home with you. So get it, get a silhouette done on Main Street and have that as a keepsake for later on or have a caricature drawn and take that with you. And those are things that you can do as a couple or even take, uh, take lots of pictures. I know it seems silly, but in your life, as you, if you've are with this person for a long period of time, you will go back and look at those pictures from now, maybe in hopefully 25 years, and you will laugh and and they will bring back incredible memories. And so I know I was a person who never really wanted to have my picture taken that much. But as I've looked back over the years, those are some of the best things that I have from days gone by are the of the memories and those pictures are the things that help uh, rekindle some of that memory. So. Amen. I think that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, ladies. And I just want to part with, remember, Disneyland is more romantic when it's shared. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Good night. Good night.